Okay. <clears throat> now he's yawning. Here come the cat paws. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Jose, that you had to deal with this for so long. I loved it. You oh, me video it for I'm you. Now. I need I need a little yeah, I need a little video action. I'm a video just for you. <laughs> just send it to me so I can so I can uh, I, I probably need it to get in in the right state of mind. That's probably what's going on. Hi and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite podcast. My name's Jose. Oh, I'm still yawning. I'm Rick. And I'm Holly. Why are you still yawning? I don't know. Like, you just get caught in the middle of the yawn. That's ridiculous. (laughs) It just happens. It just happens. Welcome, everybody, to another wonderful episode uh, where we're going to get stupid, because that's what we do. That's all we know how to do. I mean, but, like, it's do we only get stupid when we get on the mic, or is it just a constant stupidity? This is just I think it's constant. This is just a... um, It's pretty stupid in our house all the time. This is a snapshot. State of of being. (laughs) of what our life is like the state of being yeah awesome well um starting off if you want to get a hold of us um through the emails electronic mail uh it's uh it's going to get stupid at gmail.com you can tweet us at igtgs show you can book us on the face facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid you can instagram that joint at it's going to get stupid you can check out some past uh, live episodes on YouTube and, and hear some audio versions. I just uh, go to YouTube.com and uh, search up "It's Going to Get Stupid" a podcast. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, you can give oh, us a you can give us a call at two eight one six nine eight seven zero four three and leave us a message. We'll eventually figure out how to do a live call in, but not right now. You can Snapchat us never. That's, that's dumb. You know where I get the Instagram that joint? There was a there was a clip of this guy that like. He made himself invisible in his car by making a costume out of his car seat, and and yeah, like he drove like he drove up and like kind of hid himself, so it made it look like nobody was driving the car. And the lady that was behind the drive-through said, "Oh man, Instagram that joint," and that's where I get that from. Wow, that's that's the end of the show, guys. It's been a good seventy-eight episodes. You know what I think about now? Every time we say "Oh man," every time we hear it now, it's like. What? Like, oh man, I'm all out of cash. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the greatest SNL skits ever. Uh, when Adam Driver, Adam Driver hosted, and they're making a, a like what was taco it? bueno. Or, it was some taco joint, and they were doing like a commercial. Um, Beck, Beck Bennett was trying to get Kyle Mooney to say, "Oh man, I'm all out of cash," but he couldn't say it right. And so Adam I'm Driver, all cats. I'm all out of cash. I'm all out of cash. Adam Driver was like, "Now you're saying it like a pervert." <laughs> it was. It's pretty funny. I'll put the, I'll put the YouTube clip in the description. Clip but it up. Every clip time I hear, joint. anytime someone says, "Oh man," now that's all I hear, and it's it's oh. in my brain. It's in my brain. In your brain. So uh, I heard that you all watched some interesting shows recently. We did. Awesome. That were actually very so- very similar. In their structure, yeah, like yeah. kind kind of what they were what they were based off of. So we watched Cursed. Wait, I'm going to say something okay. first. So whoa, whoa. So I wanted to watch Cursed yeah. because I like the whole King Our Arthur, stuff. whatever. Um, Rick wanted to watch Warrior Nun, yeah, which looked ridiculous to me. It looks suspect. It looks. Yeah. Suspect, it looks suspect, it? and I'm like, you know what? I I'm not really I'm not really into that. So we compromised. We thought we'd watch one episode of each. Yeah. The first episode of each, and then we would decide what we wanted to proceed with. Yes. So, so already, I don't even know how y'all continued to watch Warrior <laughs> Nun after the first episode. Well, okay, we started with Cursed. Yeah. And so if you haven't seen it, the very first episode, basically, okay, well, all I'm going to say about the first episode, it was a little confusing. Yes. But it's like, so we have Merlin... Which is not, it's not about Merlin, really. No. But we have Merlin. But it kind of is. It kind of, but, but he, he's like is. shirtless, shirtless Merlin, which kind of bothers me, shirtless Merlin. And then Merlin doesn't have any magic, but then at the end of the episode, he's trying to, there's like lightning, and he's putting out these lightning rods, and then he gets hit by lightning, and he catches on fire, he runs inside, stop, drop, and roll. So he's on fire. Suddenly, it's still Merlin with sh- no shirt and pants. He has a shirt, no shirt, but he has like a robe and pants. 
After he catches on fire and he's rolling around on the ground, he suddenly has no pants on. No, he still has a rope. He still has the robe on. So how did his pants disintegrate, but the robe's still okay? It's that fire, baby. That's, that's a super robe. So apparently robe. in in like this whole world of King Arthur, Merlin's only power is magicking his pants away. Yeah, that's the only power you really need. I feel like honest. we should introduce these shows <laughs> Introduce these shows first. That was that, the that best was... introduction. That's the only introduction you need. Hey, if someone asks you, should I watch Curse? You're like, I think Merlin's pantless most of the time, so yes. No, but I'm like, is this it? Like, this is all we have? Like, pantless, you yeah. get half a magic butt, that's yeah. it. And I'm like, really? Like, what happened to his pants? Where did so, his pants go? Cursed. Where did his pants go, Rick? Is based off of a graphic novel by Frank Miller. Yes. Where Nimue is the main character. Which you didn't get that from the trailer. You didn't really get that from the trailer. See, and that's what bothered me, too, because the trailer made it seem like... Because this is like the sort of the first king. So you're thinking it's like a long time ago. It's going to be like a queen that gets the sword at some point before King Arthur. So they, it was a little little misleading. Um, A little bit. So it's a different take on the Arthurian legend. It's still not... I, I would say I still appreciated this take or like this story so far more than the uh, Clive Owen take on the Arthurian yeah, legend. Oh god! Um, but so it's based off the graphic novel. So if you yeah. want, if you want to get, you could have put poop in a box and filmed it, and it would have been better than that. Rick, let's be honest. <laughs> this is very true. Um, uh, so if you want to get like you know a different like if you want to watch the show and then read the graphic novel, I've, I've heard they pair up really well. Not everybody likes the graphic novel because there's a bit of a twist at the end. Um, I think they kept the twist intact. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't read it. Um, but yes, it follows Nimue as her journey. And for those of you that don't know, Nimue is the lady in the lake. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Here's the deal. When I watched this, I had no idea. I didn't pay attention. Mm-mm. And so then I had to like go and read it. And I was like, oh, like not the graphic novel, but read about Nimue and I was like yeah. oh okay this is really cool okay well they're trying to do like an Arthurian legend take because the names are coming up I heard Merlin and I was like well maybe it's not about that because but Merlin lived like for that. a long time so yeah. Merlin being around isn't the surprising part it's like when they when she introduced herself as a Nimue I'm like wait Nimue like when yeah. is like what when is this taking place because at first it made it seem like it was just a story about Excalibur Right. Yeah. And which With they, the queen. Which they never use that name in the entire nope. series. No. Right? They call it the... Um, Sword of the First Kings, the, Sword of the Devil's Tooth. Yeah. They call it anything else but Excalibur. Yep. Um, well, would you call it... I wouldn't call it Excalibur either because it's too on the nose. Um, I didn't like the shape of Excalibur. I'm just, I'm just saying from like an aesthetic standpoint, I didn't like the shape of the sword. <laughs> I, I just imagined you like... Point, you know, taking your finger and pushing your glasses up with your nose and being like, well, the shape of Excalibur wasn't exactly correct. Because you know saying, it was real. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, I didn't like the shape of the sword. It may have been more accurate than, you know, any other tales. I just didn't like the shape of the sword. It didn't do it for me. Didn't was do it, it for me. Was it a long piece of metal with a pointy end? Yes, but it was more triangular I think, I, in shape and I didn't care for it. I guess. It just met the requirements of a sword to no. me. No, I didn't didn't care for it. Uh, I didn't care for Arthur. At all. Why did I say yeah. Arthur? What was wrong with Arthur? Um, I, w- I want to say I didn't like Arthur either. What was wrong with Arthur? So I get because he was like shysty in the beginning. Yes, I get that. And uh, granted, this isn't his story. It's the story of I think it's the story of the sword or of Merlin. I'm not entirely sure. Know. So that's my one no, critique. It's Nimue's yeah. story. Dude. It's Nimue's story. But are we going to spoil it? Or no, we... don't okay, spoil no it. Spoiler. I think people should watch okay. it. Okay. Um, Definitely watch it, so we won't spoil it. Um, I may accidentally spoil it, okay. but I won't. Don't it's it. definitely Nimue's story, but it it's very confusing. For me, it was very confusing whose story it was. I went into this thinking it was a different take on an Arthur story, and it really it has very little to do with Arthur at all. I think the thing about Arthur in this tale is that he is not worthy of being a king whatsoever, at least not until later in the in the ten episodes. Yeah, but he's still. I mean, even I, then, I he's still not worthy. I just, I just don't like the way he's portrayed. It just doesn't feel. I don't know. He just seems like a, a punk. You know what I mean? Well, that's the only you, word. That's you, the only word I can say. You he's expect Arthur to have been like noble his whole life, exactly. and so it's like he's definitely not noble. And in, in, like in this, he he gets there later in the episodes, but in the beginning, he's definitely kind of a 
trickster. Yes. Um, I will say, I won't go into details about it. I did appreciate how they introduced the Knights of the Round Table. Yes. Um, I did like that a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, um, because in, I, in, I was wondering in their background, they, in, in their backgrounds are interesting, right? Yes. And I was wondering how they were yeah. going to do that. Um, but I, I appreciated the way they did it for, they didn't introduce all of them, but they introduced a, a good few of them. And I thought that was interesting. I appreciated that take on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Morgana. <clears throat> yeah, sure. She was a character. Uh, really? Oh, come no. on. You didn't like her? Come on. Um, I didn't, I don't like the, the arc that they took her towards the end of it. I mean, I and, guess. And I don't like, um, see, it's hard, it's hard to talk with, about this without spoiling it. That's all right. You can do it. Uh, okay. Can. I have faith in you. Briefs. No. Okay. So. <clears throat> She has a character change towards the very end of the of the yes. of the season. I didn't like how they introduced that change in her. Okay. From from the place that she took, from the character that she took over for, um, it seemed like there was a story that they were starting to take her down um about midway through the season. You mean before she had that an encounter? Yes. So she has two encounters, right? She has the encounter yeah. in the caves where that's, I feel like that's her second story arc, right? right. Because okay. we get, we get her first story arc as, as a nun um, work, yes. working for the red paladins. Right. And then we get a second story arc when she has the encounter in the cave. Okay. And then all of a sudden, like an episode, like at the okay, end of episode nine, there's the beginning yeah. of a third story arc without wrapping up the second story arc. It's kind of weird of like, wait, what's going to happen here? Well, I mean, but that could be for the second season. It could be for the yeah. second season. She's but super I felt... complicated, bro. I get you know it. What? I'll tell you who she reminds me of. Yeah, and I'm going to kind of not pivot to Warrior Nun, but I'm yeah. going to talk about Warrior Nun. Uh, the uh, the one chick, I can't remember her. Lilith, yeah. I think is her name. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? The zealot? It's like her. The one that was supposed to be the Warrior Yeah, Nun. yeah, yeah. yeah. That reminds me exactly of that character. Yeah, I can see that. I, I didn't really, I didn't really like that character at all. So, so I felt like, uh, while I inter- I appreciated the, how they introduced the Knights of the Round, I felt like they were trying to introduce every character in Arthurian legend in ten episodes, and it in some cl- in some places it really worked. Um, in some places, it really didn't. Like it felt like they were really trying to force things. There was also a lot of stuff going on. Yes, like. There's so many crossing story, like people were factioning with other people and yes. then they switched and they changed. And I'm just like, what? And then characters just kind of disappeared or they died. Now, and I'm like, what? Why? What I would, weird. What Why I did would, I get introduced as a character at all? What I would really like them to see spend a little bit more time in in season two is I found Merlin's flashbacks really interesting. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, and you, let's see again. There's some flashbacks of Merlin that I thought that I thought were really interesting, and you only get glimpses of. Um, yes, and I'd like to see them build upon that a little bit. So, overall take first season kind of rocky. Uh, it started off real rocky. It was okay. See, it was it was. Um, yeah, we didn't like it, which is why we switched over to Warrior Nun. But then we came back because the first episode of Warrior Nun was even worse. So we first went. Four, so we went. First four episodes we went, of Warrior but, Nun. But we didn't know that yet. We didn't know Warrior that yet. We were just watching one episode of each. So we watched. We watched Curse. We were like, "Oh, that's kind of rough." So we we watched the first episode of Warrior Nun, and then we were like, "Yeah, forget this." We went back to it and finished Cursed. And honestly, like towards the end, it started getting interesting. I was just yes. a little confused because I don't know. I really thought it was going to be more of the way before Arthur, not have him involved. It seemed a little, yeah. It seemed a little too close. I, I think it would have been more interesting. But again, it's based on a graphic novel, so I can't be like, I wish they would have done this. I mean, it's based on a book. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like when people like were watching um, Game of Thrones and the Red Wedding. They were like, Oh my gosh, what happened? It's like you know, it's a book, right? You could have read it. Yeah. So, like, everybody should have known what happened. You should have been surprised. So, but that was us. We did not read the graphic novel. We just watched it, and that was our feelings. Most most throwaway character, Pim. Pim's the most throwaway character. Pim. I don't even Pim. remember See, Pim. You don't even remember. It's her <laughs> It's her childhood friend who goes to the Vikings. No, we like her. Oh, uh, you, you know I, who I like? I'm, I'm not saying I don't like Pim. I'm just saying she's a throwaway character. Like, you yeah. just toss her out of the show and it wouldn't matter. Yeah, it, yeah it wouldn't, Well, true. except for introducing the, the Vikings and uh, which ends up being 
So her sole uh, uh, her sole purpose yes. is to introduce them, which they they could have already been introduced anyway, though. Well, no, no, well, it, her sole purpose is to is to give a reason to introduce <gasps> a character at the very end of episode ten. Yes, that was her only. That's her, that's yeah. the only reason why that her only job. But what was hilarious is there's an episode where you know we can say this Nimue and Pim get separated, and Pim is kind of finding her own way, and she ends up kind of being betrothed to this to this gentleman who gentleman. she does not want to be with gentleman's a stretch and and then finds <laughs> finds herself on a on a dock cleaning up just like blood and guts from like executions no it's fish oh, was it was fish, fish? Guts. It's like okay, fish it's guts. Fish guts. Mm-hmm. wow uh, yeah did you watch but the show there's execution there they introduce a character here <laughs> and He's just he's the he's just this Viking that he's like a smoldering Viking oh, that well, comes. He's it, the most throwaway character. Well, yeah. but what's hilarious is like we they kind of introduce him and it made him seem like he was an important character. Um, and I was like, I, I wonder. I asked Holly when we were watching. I was like, I wonder if he's a knight of the round. Like, is is he somebody that's going to be important later? Yeah. And so Holly looks up the IMDb, and in that episode, he later has a name. In that episode, he's cast as Somber Viking. Somber Viking. <laughs> It's like it's like they just saw it and it's like, hey, I like that guy. Let's put him in there. Let's Somber keep him Viking. In here. Yeah. Somber Viking. He yeah. he definitely was. He he was definitely. Okay, I'll, I'll switch. I'll switch over to he's the most throwaway character. Definitely. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I'm excited. I am actually looking forward to the second season. Yeah. And I watched Curse because I enjoy. Like it had rough parts, but I enjoyed yeah. the show and and yeah. the action was cool too. Like was, fighting you know, was like good. medieval stuff. I think I think it'll get better because next season we'll have the knights. We'll have we'll have King Arthur probably. Yeah. I, I think we're gonna get more into that, which you know most yeah. people know more of. Okay, let's let's talk about Warrior Nun. Yeah. Oh, yes, are we gonna spoil yes. Warrior Nun? Can we spoil we can Warrior spoil, Nun? We could definitely spoil Warrior Nun. Nobody's going to watch this. Show. Yeah, there's nothing to spoil. It's just ugh. so just to give you guys a heads up, there is gonna be a I season can't two. You'll watch the whole thing. I can't believe. You Did you watch the whole thing? <laughs> Yeah, I watched the whole thing, but I okay. can't believe y'all watched it. <laughs> um, okay, so Warrior Nun, just 20-second synopsis. This is actually more than you get in the entire uh, series. Um, it takes place in Spain. Well, again, again, the trailer was very misleading. The trailer made it seem kind of like Catholic Buffy. Yeah. Yes. We're oh, right. like yeah, immediately we're like, gonna be like a bunch of crime fighting nuns or what demon fighting nuns. Go watch the trailer yeah. and this looks like Buffy in a in a in a habit. The show is nothing like the trailer. And that's why I really I really kinda wanted to watch it because Because we love Buffy. Because we love Buffy. It looked like a Buffy type show. Yeah. Um I like more modern um stories. Uh, I don't like a lot of period pieces, which has always been a detractor for me from the Arthur stuff. Just because mm-hmm. I, I don't like, I don't care for the era of kings and queens and stuff like that. Especially, that is probably my only point where I can tolerate it. But like when you get into like, um, some of the more mod, like some of the like the Marie Antoinette movies and stuff like, that, I, I can't, I can't deal with it. They're so good. Um, I just sorry, I just can't. Marie <laughs> Antoinette. Like when you start going into like the monarchies and stuff like that, like I just can't. I, I, I the period time, the time displacement is what takes me out of it. So. I was really looking forward to like a modern like revitalization of like the Buffy character. And I thought mm-hmm. this is going to be pretty cool. Um, so it follows this girl named Ava who ends up as a, a quadriplegic or like she's completely paralyzed. Right. Yeah. Um, she lives in an orphanage. She dies um, because she's an orphan. Um, they take her to the church where she ha- her body happens to be there. When the present day warrior nun is also carted in because she just got killed. No, she was alive, but well, she, she was she was dying. she was dying. dying. So mm-hmm. they remove the halo, which the halo is put in. Anyways, what everything you're saying sounds stupid. Yeah, just saying right now. So, so there, there's the... this group of of nun warriors. The leader has a halo, an angel's halo, in yes. her back. And it, it gives her, her like supernatural a, powers. Yes, yeah. it gives her supernatural powers. She can heal quickly. She's fast. She's strong. The halo yes. goes from warrior nun to warrior nun, kind of like Buffy, how the vampire slayer <laughs> yes. right goes from slayer to slayer. Except you have to like rip out the halo from their back. So the halo was about to be taken by a thing called a Tarask. And, uh, a and, demon. Just a demon. Just a hell we, demon. We have ears. I uh, do have ears. Yeah. 
Um, and, and so, um, they were trying to prevent that. So they shoved the halo into Ava's body, the dead body. And then she reanimates. For safekeeping. Yeah. For safekeeping. But then she reanimates and comes back to life. And then and now she can walk. And now she can walk, which she couldn't walk since she was like a, a child and everything. Um, all right. Watch the trailer. Read the synopsis. I don't know. The, the whole thing is very convoluted. And it was. I mean, it, here's the thing. The story is that it, what you're saying. You're right. It's like very Buffy like. Yes. It, it was interest. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. And I think that's why I kept watching it. Yeah. Because I'm like, OK, there's an interesting concept here. I like the warrior nuns. I like that there's this secret sect of nuns that is sanctioned by the church and their whole job is to protect this angel's halo in this metal called, what was it? Divinium. Divinium. Oh gosh. It's, it reminded it's me of about as good as Unobtainium. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my gosh, which was part of the war, part of the, uh, the angel back in the, so basically this angel had given over his, his name is Adriel. Yeah. Adriel to the first warrior nun. And he had like a sword and which is the cruciform sword that they, they, um, they, uh, whatever they, protect and also his armor and his shield was yeah. made of this uh substance called divinium is what they call it yes um, so I, I the concept was really interesting yes the execution of it <laughs> was dumb so and they sp- they spent four episodes exploring this girl basically having the ability to walk again and not being yeah, they, they, they trapped into it. a bed um they <sighs> No, she, the whole thing was like, she's been trapped in a bed her whole, like most of her life. And suddenly she is alive. She knows that she is, was dead and now is alive. And she goes back and sees one of the kids from the orphanage. And she's like, I'm not going to waste the second chance. So then she proceeds to like the next five episodes, drink too much, take drugs, find this dude go clubbing it's just like okay are you like is this how you're not gonna waste your second chance by like yeah she's gonna go party men and have fun just (sighs) like any younger person i also couldn't tell what age she was i wasn't sure if she's she's 19 she's like 18 or 19 she just because she just aged out of the system because she's a foster and like some this interesting this actress i think she's a good actress i'm not sure though because there's times (laughs) where like it's really good, and there's times where it's just terrible, just so trash acting. This was also based off of a comic. Yes, really? it was. Yeah, it's based off of a graphic yeah. novel, mm-hmm. and they didn't take a lot of. They took the ideas from it, but didn't take like a lot of the styling. I, if I'm remembering correctly, I think the nuns actually look like nuns in the in the comic book. Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> overall, it, I could say that it was slightly enjoyable. There was a lot of pitfalls. But there was the the second half of the season got significantly better than the first half. Right, that's yeah. not a that's not a huge feat because the first half is terrible. Terrible. Well, it was it was about walking her like uh, okay. The part the problem with this this show is it's about Ava. Yes, that's the bigger problem. Yeah, I don't care about Ava honestly. No, um, I don't care that she you know could reanimate. I could understand that you don't have to explain that to me i definitely don't care about her finding this other dude Mm because that's stupid and he gave nothing nothing to the whole story he was a throwaway character yeah exactly and so well and he gets thrown away halfway through the season he does i really did care about the the order and how it came to be like shotgun mary was so interesting to me and they never talked about her really and uh Um, beatrice Beatrice yeah sister beatrice yeah yeah Sister Beatrice, there's so many cool characters that I'm like, oh man, like I want to know more about them. But it was like every time it was Ava and they had to go get Ava. I'm like, I was annoyed. I was as annoyed as the characters were having to go find Ava yeah. as they were. It was just, I was like, this is stupid. Why just leave her alone and go do your job or something? But the, or they, just rip the halo out of her. So I think, um, I don't know who wrote this or directed it, but I really feel like they, they were capital or they were really hoping for a second season. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how the comic book ends, um, but they were really hoping for a second season because they spent this is a case where they spent way too much time in character development for a character that didn't have a lot of, that was kind of shallow. Yes. Right. Yes. And they wasted at least three episodes just trying to do that. Whereas, no, it was like five episodes where she well, was I'm like, saying, I don't want to do saying, this. And they were you, chasing you, after her. You can give them two episodes to kind of like build yeah. the universe, yeah. build the character. By the end of the second episode, they should have picked up in episode six. It and, was, it was and, six episodes, guys. Six episodes where she is running away 
from well, this. But that's what column. I'm saying. Like the so the Tarask in the garage doesn't happen until like the end of episode five. Like it's literally like the halfway point. Mm-hmm. They they could have cut a lot of corners and gotten to that part of the story by the yes. end of episode two. And yeah, then easily. and then kept the rest of the season on and then built on like two two or three more episodes to make it a okay. solid ten. Because of, after okay. after they get past that part, like there's another dip, but um the way it ended was like an was could have been like episode eight, and then there needed two more episodes to kind of build out the rest of the story. Yeah, so I I okay, so what what did y'all think about the twist? Um it I kind of saw it coming about probably maybe about episode seven is where like I, I started noticing like some something's wrong and um i i was hoping that the cardinal was going to be worse than he actually was okay well but you saw it coming as and you knew that something wasn't what it seemed to be yeah yeah yeah, yeah something was going to be twisted yeah uh, but it was okay I, it, it was it was okay i think the person that they got to play adriel is probably not the greatest actor no, no. It was like a terrible wig. They're they went with the hair again. Yeah, it was a bad wig. Yeah, I didn't like that final showdown. I did. It was just all. It was all dumb. You know, and there's so many things like um, Sister Lilith. I, I don't understand what happened to her or what's going on. Or like that was interesting, but they never really talked about it too much, and they kind of glossed over it. Well, she like uh, got sucked into hell dimension, but then she comes back, and she's definitely not right. She definitely has some evil in her, but she's like trying to fight against it, but they don't explain like, where did you go? What's wrong with you? Well, right. yeah, and it, but but wouldn't she have known that she didn't go to hell? I mean, she doesn't know where she went. Yeah, so like, but it wasn't hell, because the guy's not a demon. He's just a, a apparently an alien or another dimensional being. Um, Who the angel? Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. I think he's a. No, I think he's a, a demon. Adriel's a demon. He's a demon. Well, what they, well, so okay, all right. Well, but it's not. It's not demon as in hell, but it's like another dimension. So, what I'm we're, what we're, I, we're jumping over a lot of things. Yeah, we could jump over all this. Stuff. That's it's unimportant. <laughs> okay. Why would we not jump over so, it? So throughout the series, they create this character. They create these like monster characters called the Taros, which are supposed to be demons that come and uh, that can like take corporeal form for like brief times just because it takes so much energy from them and they try to take the halo back. But in episode nine, when um, Ava has to basically, they go on this mission to find the bones of Adriel, which is supposed to be the angel that gave the halo up and sacrificed it in order to close off this dimensional gateway that a bunch of people are trying to open the hell gate, basically trying to open up the hell mouth from sunny, from sunny, Sunnyvale, Sunnydale or Sunnyvale. I don't know. Sunnydale. Sunnydale. Um, and so she has to, through the power of the halo, she can phase through walls, but she can only do it for so long before the halo loses power. And in this process of doing that, they actually end up finding that the Tarasks are made of divinium because she finds it in the wall and it's glowing blue. So we don't know if the Tarasks are bad or good or if they're just like, we don't know where they come from anymore. Yeah, halfway halfway through the animals. season... Um, halfway through the season, uh, Tarosk attacks Ava, Shaka and Mary, and Lilith, who is after her because Lilith des- thought she deserved the halo. And the Tarosk basically impales Lilith and takes her into what we think is a hell dimension. But we don't know because Lilith ends up showing showing back up in episode eight, glowing red and can grow talons out of her <laughs> fingernails. Then that's evil. And, and we are supposed to assume that that's evil. Um... I the thought that came to my head, and I could be completely wrong, is that the Tarosk were like the cherubim, in in uh, in the Bible, right? Like in the Bible, like they 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 describe the cherubim as like these really like crazy looking things, and this could be their take on the cherubim, just as like the like um, terrifying creatures, right? So terrifying. So you're, so you're saying that they're angels? We don't know. We don't know. Because no, they wasted I mean, the, six episodes but, telling us nothing. But if we're no, saying that they're saying, cherubim, yes, they're yeah, they're this. That, that's what I'm saying. They're this author's they're, interpretation of so, that. So then Adriel would actually be an angel. No, he'd be a demon. He was taking but, a halo from something else. And the oh, the so angels his. are trying to keep him away. The, or, the halo was not Adriel's. He was trying to steal it. Okay, he was he stole the halo. Yes. and the Tarosk are just after it to get back to heaven. Exactly. Or with a potentially. So I'm actually I'm actually not in the camp that this is a heaven or hell dimension type thing. I think it's just just alternate. I think it's an alternate dimension that 
they're assigning spirituality to it um, yeah. because the the church found this stuff and they're like and the story and everything yeah um which is interesting either way be, and also that kid went to that dimension yeah or whatever did. dimension portal so uh, there's, too, there's also, too many characters is, there's too i many know characters. which is another which is another thing like i was really interested in what she was doing and i didn't know i didn't understand what's wrong with the kid and how this was gonna help her yeah. like what was her i guess her goal was to open a door to heaven so that they could both go to heaven yes and i'm like that's weird because i don't it just it didn't make it didn't make sense in my head you know okay. what i mean so we're 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 rambling and this our this discussion this, of this because, show is because, just as scattered as the show was because warrior yes. none is one you would ramble about because you don't understand what the heck is going on half the time and the acting is halfway decent it's piss poor at best so sometimes. i would be okay if ava's character didn't make it and it just became a show Died. about the order of the cruciform sword that would be really cool um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll probably watch the second season just because the, the reason that I watched this whole thing is because I was just like, where's this going? Yeah, it's the same. It's the same reason I finish watch most 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 things, even if they're stupid. Yeah, like uh, uh, Riverdale. That's oh, man, that's my no. that's my sad. That's my sad uh, Hard pass. admission of guilt that I'm like, I just want to see what's going to happen because this is dumb. Yeah. But I want to know where they're taking this. Yeah. And they keep taking it to a worse and worse and worse place. And it, it's it's like a soap opera. But this is like the same thing. Yeah. It's like, I was like, it's not very good. Um, let me see if they're going to at least do something cool at the end. And they didn't. And I was like, okay. But I'll probably watch it again just because I'm an idiot. I won't watch it again. I'll watch season two. I mean, I mean the season. I don't. Yeah. I'm saying I'll watch season two because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Um, I kind of don't want to, though. Well, I do just, want to watch Second Season of Curse. It was just frustrating. It was just frustrating because it, I felt the entire first half was just a waste until they got to the good stuff. And then it was like, okay, we're going to fit all of this in like three episodes. And it was just so much and it was so muddled. And by the time it was in, I'm like, oh, I missed Curse. That, yeah. That's what it is. The purse, the pa- the purse, the pacing of this show was not done well at yeah. all. No. I think if they had changed the pacing, I would it would have been a little more palatable. Um, but they did cram a lot into certain episodes. I'm just like, what the heck is going on? And the other episodes were so drawn out and there was a, like a party scene and they were partying for a yeah. long time. And I'm like, why are they continuing to party? I don't care about this anymore. Can we yeah. move on? Yeah. And, and um, it's like, this is a perfect example of having a unique idea and just executing it super poorly. Yes. Like it was, a, I mean, it was, it was an the interesting idea, but production value was decent, but I didn't know it was a graphic novel. It, so maybe I'll have to check decent. it out. Yeah. Yeah. It was I mean it was good. I, they had all of the systems in place to make it a good show and they just failed. I had really big time. I, I will say the the most interesting story arc. So for me it's the Order of the Cruciform Sword and the the nuns that were actually there. Um I want to hear more about them. I also want them to dig more into the um the Vatican and all that stuff. That was really interesting to me. Yes. Um, uh, I was. I mean, I, I thought Cardinal was bad the whole time. Yeah, I really did. Yeah. And, and, he's still, he's still, he's still like, bad, but in a different way, man. Well, I feel like it was a waste because they set up the Cardinal um, to be like. I thought he was going to be the big bad in yes. in the entirety of, of the season, and then he's just a jerk. Like he's, he's just he's, a guy that's looking out for himself. Which like, is good. I I like that they did that though. That was a good. That yeah. was a good kind of kind of twist for me. Of like, oh man, I really thought this guy was bad. And like you, Rick, oh, I thought man, he was going to be worse. Guy. You know, like maybe he was going to be, maybe he was going to be, uh, you know, possessed by a demon or something. Right. I want him but to no. take off his off his face and then and like be a Tarask or something. What I really <laughs> wanted. Okay, this sounds terrible. Uh, but he becomes the Pope. He asks for the Swiss Guard, right? And then they cut to a different scene when he went to do his his message to the crowd. I was hoping like he was just going to like mow down everybody, like as just like just to reveal himself as the big bad. With the Swiss yeah. Guard? Yeah. Make the Swiss Guard? Yeah. He's the Pope. He can do whatever he wants. That would have been good. I mean, not good. But, I don't, you know, do they have guns? They just have the blousy pants. Know. Like, do they have guns? Yeah, you don't know what they keep in there? I think they They're have very guns. deadly, but I think it's all hand-to-hand. I don't think they have... I'm sure they have they guns take, somewhere. They could take everybody out. Exactly. There's no guns allowed in the Vatican, so... They have, like, blousy pants and, like, pantyhose. Like, how? where are you hiding the gun? <laughs> In the in the pantyhose, in the, in the, in the <laughs> isn't that where you put your gun in your pantyhose? Um, they should redo so, the, the tights and put Neo in blousy pants, and then that's where he can store all his guns. Uh, so, yeah. if you guys saw uh, either Cursed or Warrior Nun, I'm sorry. Um, 
I'm I'm not sorry. I'm no Christmas. Yeah, Christmas. Christmas okay. And even Warrior Nun. If you like, hey, look. If we just decimated Warrior Nun, you really like it. Go go and like it. I'm just. It wasn't for me. Um, but I'll I'll still watch the second season. Uh, like I said, I'm an idiot. Um, and I want to know where they're going. I just really want to know where they're going. But uh, yeah. you can email us at it's going to get stupid. Uh, it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. And tweet us at IGTDS show. You can uh, post on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can take a picture of yourself watching either one of these shows and post it. Tag it's going to get stupid on uh, Instagram. You can go on YouTube and lament about their trailers of these uh, shows and how they were mis- misinformed terribly. You should and then make you can, a you- uh, search up it's going to get stupid <laughs> podcast. You should make a episode. YouTube video of you giving a review of our episode of this discussing how we discuss the shows and then we'll review that <laughs> and then we'll review that really and then you can go on our itunes and give us five stars <laughs> like i don't even care if you write words just hit five stars like that, do us a favor subscribe and like button Smash. and hit five stars oh, and leave us a voicemail at 216987043 so awesome. i have a stupid rick thought oh, man. should i do it go now or should i do yes, it at the yeah. end do it now. You've been holding up to as, it for we're two be as weeks. Convoluted as Warrior Nun, we could do it in any order we want right now. Okay, Go so we it. haven't done a stupid Rick thought in a very long time. For those of you that are new to the show, these are thoughts that I have in my head that I usually ask Holly as we're about to go to sleep, and then I get her reaction. But I've been saving on to this one for a while because I wanted to get her reaction live. Now I didn't want to have to retell it. So I thought about this as I was using the toilet one day. Oh, if I'm peeing, well. if I'm peeing in the toilet, Stop. and the pee is leaving my body and is connected to me, am I actually in the toilet as well? You are definitely in the toilet. <laughs> what is the matter with you? Like because because you've now are are you a part of the toilet? Exactly. Like, am I now? Can I say that I am physically in the in the water that is in the toilet bowl? Well, no, because you'd have to be in there. Like if you peed on yourself and a little bit dripped in the water, maybe that. I don't know if that could be the same. No, no, but there's a stream of pee leaving my body. Yeah, but you're still outside (laughs) of that pee because it's leaving your body. You're connected to the water, which is connected to the bowl. But if I'm connected to it, then aren't I inside of it? No, no, that doesn't. I'm not even going to go there (laughs) because already I could go in so many wrong places. But you're not just because you're connected doesn't mean you're in it, but you're a part of it. So you're a part of the toilet. So while you're peeing, you can call yourself a toilet if you really want to. <laughs> Gosh. That's that's the reaction you got. You got a bunch of sighs, Rick. I, did. <laughs> I don't I don't even have a comment for you. Well, I have to okay, so for the longest time it's just been me and Rick on this show uh talking about things. But I'd like to know, because I don't sit down and pee, um, what do women think about when they pee on the toilet? <laughs> Because you can already see what guys think about. Am I part of the toilet right now? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to uh, clear the fog. Reveal. This is gonna be the big reveal. You know what? When girls go to the bathroom, they go in there and they go to the bathroom and then get out. Like we don't sit there and like luxuriate for hours. Like Rick could spend twenty minutes in there, like without even batting an eye. It's like, what are you doing in there? He's like, go to the bathroom. For 15, 20 minutes. And he was like, well, I've got, he's got his phone. He's got all this stuff going on. I'm like, no, girls, most girls get in there, do their business and get out. Guys, it's like a religious experience. What well, is wrong with about you? It, you think about it doing business. I'm not doing business. So I'm no, myself. we're not thinking about what I'm... is happening. Like, am I part of the toilet? We're not thinking <laughs> that because all we're thinking about is like, I got to, I'm going to get done and get out of here and finish my day. I'm not having like deep thoughts while I'm going to the bathroom. So are you, are you telling me right now when you're going to the, when you were going to the restroom before phones, you didn't read shampoo bottles? No. Oh man. Because I sure did. I read no, shampoo bottles like no. nobody's business. <laughs> I used to look at like the tile, like in, in the bathroom and like our tile is like, pebbly like it has a bunch of like broken up pieces of whatever in it and like i would make shapes out of it and like find like like, like, like clouds yeah yeah especially like clouds <laughs> i've always done that always we should we should put a poll on 
on Facebook. <laughs> Did you read shampoo bottles and, t- and toothpaste uh, containers in the restroom? Before no, class? stop touching stuff while you're going to the bathroom. Like, would, get would, in and get I out. Legit, I would legit read all the ingredients just because I need something to read. I don't know why. That's a weird thing. Because dudes are weird. Weird. I bet you there's women that were reading shampoo bottles. I'm sure somewhere there are, but that is not the norm. Most girls get in and get out. We don't, it's not like, it's not like a moment. Like, oh, here's my moment to do stuff. <laughs> you have one job in there. You do that job and you get out. You don't want to do the job in other things. I'm just saying, am I in the toilet? And stop texting me while you're in there. I'm going to stop answering you. What do you want for dinner? Stop. My favorite is on the iPhones, there's an ability to like send audio message. And so instead of texting her when she gets tired of me texting Holly, I'll just I'll whisper into the recording and be like, hey, girl, what do you want for dinner? Or he'll send it to the Alexa, like, and it's like with the robot voice, like from Rick. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) yeah, stop, stop, like communicating (laughs) in all the ways. Stop communicating with me while you're on the toilet. But if I don't, I'm not gonna do. Mm -mm. If I don't do it, then I'm gonna forget. Well, you know how you wouldn't forget if you would just do your business and get out. The reason you forget is because you spend an hour in there. But look, like I'm pooping. Stop. Stop. He could have been doing a lot worse things. I don't think that that's so bad. I'm pooping. Pooping. Your Rick thought it was terrible. It was great. That was a good one. I like that a lot. Moving on. Uh, so we recently watched um, Bill and Ted. Really, Face you're gonna segue from? Pooping? I feel like that's the that's most a, appropriate that's segue. segue. That's a really good. I segue. feel like it's the most appropriate segue. Uh, Champion I don't, segue. I don't want to spoil this movie. Uh, I haven't seen it because Jose hasn't seen it. I think it deserves to be seen. If you enjoyed okay. the first two, you will enjoy the third one. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was. It it was not a perfect movie by any means, but it was a perfect third chapter to the bill and ted saga um it was really funny they introduced this time traveling robot um as as kind of a a main antagonist and you think like he's gonna talk like a robot but no he talks like just a pasty just a guy just a guy he talks like a dude named darren because his dennis dennis because his name is dennis yeah there's one scene where he's so the reason why he gets introduced is the um, what are they called the the great ones or whatever yeah the people yeah. that keep bringing Bill and Ted into the future to write the song that some of them have decided that the prophecy that Rufus made was wrong and that Bill and Ted don't need to write the song but they actually need to die for some reason and so they send this time traveling robot to kill them but he kills the wrong people and when the robot kills the when Dennis kills the wrong people he doesn't. Like he His doesn't talk Dennis, like a robot. Dennis Caleb McCoy. <laughs> he just goes, "Oh, oh no, I've made a mistake." <laughs> <laughs> I think Dennis is one of the best parts. Yeah, um, but funny. it's a solid movie. So it takes place with Bill and Ted as adults. Uh, they have children who the actresses that they got to play Bill and Ted obviously like watched watched the first two movies like and got the mannerisms and the reactions down. Really? Yeah. Like they were so- they were perfect representations of their fathers because the so daughters are, they, are called are, thea and billy yeah. instead of bill and theodore like theodora it's theodora and billy and like the girl who plays billy you could tell she like really studied keanu reeves like first version of bill like the way he like turns his whole body when he's looking <laughs> yeah. like when he when he turns instead of just turning his head he turns his whole body she did that yes. throughout the whole movie and it was so funny every time she did yeah. it yeah. Oh man! Uh, but basically, they're they're adults. They're kind of has-beens at this point, um, and they still haven't written the song to unite everybody. And so now, basically, they Sam- have like a day. Yeah, they have. Well, in the movie, they have like seventy-seven minutes, like the length of the movie, to write the song. Um, but San Dimas, in current time, has become the nexus of of space and time. 
So if they don't write the song at the exact moment that they're supposed to, all of time and space backwards and forwards will collapse on itself and everything will cease to exist. That's the whole premise of the movie. And then they have to go back through. Well, no, instead of, instead of like, okay, we've got almost, we got a little over an hour to write this song. They're like, let's just time travel it and, yeah. and steal it from ourselves. They're like, if we're here, then we've written the song. So we just need to find out when in time we wrote the song and steal it from ourselves and Ted's like, is that stealing? And he's like, no, it's Not from us. <laughs> and so they jump like two years into the future and they keep jumping into the future and find like really bad versions of themselves, like really, really bad. One time they end up in prison. Um, they find Bill and Ted in prison and they're like singing a song and he, and they're like, no, you're going to go back and you're going to take the song. And then like current day Bill and Ted are like, is it a song? And it's it, really was, bad. it was really bad. Um, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It's, it's, it seemed the trailer looks really good. It seemed like a lot of fun. I'm, yeah. I'm trying not to read the uh, synopsis. Yeah. On, uh, but I see that uh, Missy. Yes. Is married. <laughs> <laughs> so to, that, that's hilarious. Missy is now marrying Ted's no. Yeah. Bill's Bill's, Ted's, Bill's brother. Bill's younger brother. Keanu Reeves's younger. No, brother. it's Ted. Ted's yeah, younger Ted, brother. Yeah. Ted yeah. Deacon. Yeah. Missy is marrying Ted's younger brother, Deacon, mm-hmm. which now makes it, it's really funny the way Ted introduces it. He's like, and now she was like, she was my stepmom, who is now like my sister in law, which makes my dad his own son. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was pretty funny. But it, I I appreciated the fact that they didn't try they didn't try too hard, they didn't um, over camp it. It was just, I mean, I I think they handled it really well. It was really they funny. made it a Bill and Ted movie. It was a Bill and Ted movie. It wasn't a cinematic feat, but it was it was funny. We enjoyed it. Yeah, Good. definitely go watch it. Oh yeah, definitely watch it. Yeah, it was I'm funny. Gonna... It was funny. Uh, well, you know when it comes out on uh, stars, yeah, boy. <laughs> What did you watch, Jose? Um, I watched uh, actually last night. I watched finished watching Inception um, again. Or I, did I just you? watched. I, I did. <laughs> I just watched a bunch of old movies, but this time I watched it with my daughter. Yeah. And so uh, that was really cool to watch it with her and to see and see her reaction at the end of the movie. And she was really mad um, <laughs> that they didn't that the uh, that the spinny top didn't fall down. Well, because um, she wanted the story to be closed up. Yeah, most people do, right? I yeah. mean, I, I liked it that it wasn't, but she was just like, "How could they? They can't do that. They can't not finish the story." And I'm like, "Of course, they, of course they can." Man. Was this her first Christopher Nolan good. movie? This was her first Christopher Nolan okay, movie. Okay, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> you should have prepared her. No, she. I did not. I just said, "Hey, let's just watch this really cool movie." Julie wanted to watch it again, so we were like, "Oh, let's let Audrey watch it too." Yeah. And uh, yeah, she was. So my daughter's twelve, everybody, and so she watched her first Nolan film, and uh, she really liked it. And then we watched. We actually watched some of the behind the scenes stuff because they're the Blu-ray. Yeah. And um, it was really cool. I didn't, I didn't, re- I thought I've watched this before, but I didn't remember how they made that twisting hallway. Yeah, that and was they, really, they, that was done really well. They just made this really big rig. I mean, so, and it brought up like practical effects versus um, special, you know, computer generated effects. Yeah. Because a lot of what Nolan did in that movie was all practical effects. Yeah. There was computer generated, but a lot of it was just practical and he computer generated things he couldn't make in the practical, you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that that makes a big difference and yeah. it makes it so like it made me appreciate what um what's his name? Uh, who? Joseph Go- Joseph yeah. Gordon-Levitt. What he had to do and also the stunt guy, but Joseph Joseph Gordon Levitt did it himself. Yeah, where he had to like run across that hallway as it was spinning around, and I was like, "That is awesome." Yeah, they did a really great job. Uh, I want to say one of the things that Nolan does really well that a lot of directors don't is pay attention to who they're casting, and mm-hmm. and how important just the the chemistry of the cast um, is to to bringing that story to life. Like he, he there's never a person that's out of place except for maybe Katie Holmes and Batman begins. Um, no, she's that, fine. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, that lends like, it always lends itself to the story. Like even like yeah. the interaction between Joseph Gordon Levin and Tom Hardy, like that's that was great. That's some of my favorite dialogue in the entire movie. Oh, it's really good. And you could yeah. tell that like by the end of it, I mean, they really, 
they they're competitive, you know, in a way yeah. they're they're antagonistic, but they really are not. You know, they're they're good they're not good friends, but they're friends. Well, and they're a balance. Yeah. And I mean I would I wouldn't say they're friends, but they it's not like they hate each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just like ribbing each other and everything, but at the end of it they you know they're doing a job together and they're, it's they're such a good together. movie. Such a good movie. I'll have to watch it. It is again. a good movie. I have to I've been wanting to watch it again for a long time. I just watch a lot of I don't watch a lot of new watch a lot of shows. Yeah. But I don't watch a lot of new movies. I do want to see Extraction and I want to see Project Power. You mean Tenet? Um No. I said Extraction with uh, that movie with uh what's his name on Netflix. With Thor. Yeah. Oh, that Thor. was good. Chris that was, was good. Yeah. That was good. And, was I, good. and I want to see Project Power. I do um, want to see. Yeah. Okay, I don't Here, know. Here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing about Project Power. Go for um, it. I think Jamie Foxx is a great actor. I don't think he does well in action. Um, um, name an action movie he didn't do well in. Spider Man, Amazing Spider Man Two. Okay, that's not fair. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's, that's really not fair. Okay, okay, he was playing. I can't. I don't. I, I will say. That. Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Dude, yes, oh, Robin Hood. Was, I will tell you, that was like a, a good jab to my face. Because I was like, oh, crap. He mentioned Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. I forgot about that. Uh, oh, Robin Hood. Okay. okay I'm, I'm just going to I'm gonna bow out of this conversation now. <laughs> but I don't – honestly, I don't know if those are like – Maybe it's not his fault. Because, Maybe it's not his yeah, fault. Yeah, I, I want to say it's not his fault, but I could be wrong. Maybe also, he is terrible in action. Also, Project Power – is not yeah, a good it's, name. It's a stupid name. Yes. Yes. So I'm willing to give it a chance. Maybe we'll watch it this week. But Extraction was really good. Um, yeah. I appreciated that. It was good. There was a lot of really good production values in there. And again, I feel like Netflix is really stepping it up with their production quality. Um, and they're not just buying movies. I feel like they're actually investing into the things that they're releasing. But Extraction was really good. Um, it was a good action movie. Uh, but it actually has a decent story to it. So you mentioned Tenet once again, I know, because yeah. it's like you're so excited. Yeah. Um, I have tried really hard not to look at anything about I have not Tenet either. Because I don't want to get excited. Yeah. So I'm not actually excited about this movie. That's fair. I like I love Nolan, right? Yeah. He's, he's great. Um, I just don't the one trailer I saw I was like, I don't understand what's going on. This looks weird. Yeah. Okay, I guess. But nothing in it made me like I don't know, something about, like, when I watched the trailer for Inception, I was like, I have to see this movie. Yeah. Like, I've obviously got to see this movie. Tenet, I was like, eh. Yep. Cool. Um, but we'll see. I'm pretty sure it's going to be great. So, uh, we're about to wrap up. This show's almost over. And I think we would do a disservice without mentioning uh, the passing of Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, man. Um, yeah. It's, uh, you know, I actually just decided to rewatch all the movies that Black Panther was in um, for MCU. And just knowing that he did, um, what was it, Civil War, Black all Panther, of all of it, Infinity War, and he wasn't very much an in-game, but all those movies while battling cancer, I think is just a testament to how just how much he put himself into his work. Because, yeah. I mean, getting into like, and he's, he's a, a significant actor outside of the MCU, um, but the physicality you have to do to get yourself into that shape to be a superhero is no easy feat, right? And I think to do that as a normal everyday person, that takes one thing, right? Like, you know, you have trainers and stuff like that, but to do it while also battling cancer, I think just shows like how much of a solid person he was to dedicate that. Like he knew what that role meant, right? He knew that being Black Panther was going to be very important for the, the black community for comic book movies, for everything, right? Like he knew how much it was. And I think a lesser man would have stepped down from that, knowing like, hey, I know I just signed up for this. Because I don't know if he found out. He, he I knew he had cancer for like four years, but I don't know if he was doing Civil War mm-hmm. at that point. But I think a lesser man would have like bowed out and said like, hey, I know I'm this iconic character, but I just got cancer. And I need to step away yeah. from no, it. He didn't tell anyone. He didn't tell anybody. Yeah, right. I, I think it didn't want anybody to have caution. And another thing is, like, so there's it was there's a lull in between two of the Marvel movies. Yeah, he did Mar- uh, Marshall. Yeah, and he had to slim down. Yeah, to play Marshall, Thurgood Marshall, and then he bulks back up again. Right. I yeah. was like, that that takes a toll on your body too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man, I, I he's an amazing actor, an amazing guy. 
um, really just cared about people yeah. and causes, but not just for a cause sake, you know, you just really cared about people you could tell. Yeah. And, um, and he was a, and I was blown up. I was just very shocked when I heard the news and I'm sure everybody was cause he didn't tell anybody. Yeah. I mean, um, he didn't tell anybody. I mean, even the production companies didn't know until a few hours yeah. before they, they like, I think the day that he passed, like when they started telling everybody like, Hey, this is what's about to happen. This is why. Mm-hmm. kind of deal from what i've heard um which i think would be a good move on them because a lot of the fans are asking for this they're not going to recast t'challa right. um that they're going to basically write him out in this in the sequel for black panther um and the other thing too is i, I was listening to an interview um with the director of the black panther movie i can't remember his name off the top of my head um ryan coogler yes ryan coogler and they were he was talking about how i, well, I, th- I think it's in his tribute to him but he was basically saying that he was Chadwick was so invested in this character that he wasn't just like getting a script and then reading the lines. Like he really like invested into like the language that the people of Wakanda spoke um, and just really like digging into it and like giving feedback and not in like a, I'm an actor, I'm going to give feedback way, but because it was so important to him that he spent that time doing it. Uh, so anyways he will be sorely missed i hope they don't recast him i think that would be a big mistake on disney's part and marvel's part i think they made the decision that they were that yeah they would write him out for the next um but it is very sad that chadwick boseman uh, died yeah. i want to say was it like two weeks ago from the recording of this yeah yeah, yeah. um it's very very sad to lose him um so young at 43 um and you know just wish well for his family that is having to deal with that loss. I know we're losing him as an actor, but to lose, if like you can think of him as like such an important person as an actor, like I, I can't imagine like how big of a hit that is for his family. So, yep. Anyways, we're ending kind of on a downer. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, <clears throat> so if you have some touching words about, and honestly about, um, um, I just went blank on his name. See, get it on down tonight. Chadwick Boseman. Um, uh, email us at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. You can tweet us at IGTGS show. You can post on Facebook, facebook.com slash it's going to get stupid. You can take a picture of yourself watching, I don't know, what, listening to this show at it, and post it to as it's going to get stupid. You could uh, go to youtube.com, see some of our past episodes, and listen to some of the newer audio episodes. Yeah, I'll post uh, them at some search, point. You, just search uh, It's Going to Get Stupid podcast. Yep. And then uh, feel free to leave us a voicemail at 281-698-7043. See, the problem with ending on a, a somber note is it's hard to make jokes after that. Um, but I'll we could try. Well, just remember, we just... the next time you're peeing. Stop. Are you in the toilet? No, stop. <laughs> <laughs> or but, just I mean, read just, a shampoo bottle. Just think about it. Like, am I in this? Why would toilet? you be in the? To- I don't see. This is the thing. I don't understand why you're thinking you're in the toilet. Like when that's a space, that's like a place you are. But it's like it's like all being connected, right? Like if, if yeah, but just because you're connected to something doesn't mean you're in is it. In if me, I stand outside, if I touch I am, the house, so if I'm washing I my hands, house, if I'm washing I my hands, am I a sink? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm washing oh, my hands. The water's touching the sink and my hands at the same time. Oh no, I'm a sink. That's what I'm trying you're, to figure well, out. Well, you're not. You're not a sink. You're just a part of the sink. Right. The okay. water is am on I my hands. Sink? Am I in the sink? But you're not in the sink because you. That's okay. like saying I'm touching like, the outside of the house. Am I in the house? No, you're outside of the house. Okay, but you're connected. To but the if house, everything's so you're connected, part of it. right? So if everything's connected, if I. Am touching the water that's coming out of the faucet that then's going into the drain. I am touching the drain, therefore I am in the drain. No. When I brush my it's hair, am I a brush? <laughs> why? Why did we yes. bring this back? We were done talking about this. Why did we bring it back? Because that's what we do here. Anyway, uh, great show today, everybody. <laughs> Holly's having a lot of regrets. <laughs> More regrets. Regrets. Um, remember, check out um, Cursed. 
you know, honestly, you could probably just pass it. We're in on it's fine. Uh, there's there's other yeah, stuff out there. If you want to watch it. it, you can too. Um, and or then, watch yeah. the first episode and then like the sixth on. Skip all the rest. <laughs> just just watch the introduction. Like the other has you know nothing to do Actually, with anything. You could totally do that with that show, and it would be totally fine. Yeah. Yep. Just watch. Yep. Just watch five episodes, y'all. That's yep. it. First episode, go to six, and then watch the rest of it. Yeah. Probably. It'd probably be actually better. Probably really good. Way idea. better. Yeah. Way cool. better. Awesome. That's all we got. Uh, we will see you next time. Catch you on the flip side. And remember, we're always down to clown. Stop. <laughs> you guys are the worst. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.